Okay, mic check again. Woo woo. Mic check. Uh-huh. There are hot dicks everywhere. I want to wreck a wreck a hunk and dig a shotgun. Everyone, welcome hey. to the show note show. Yes. Hey guys, Oh, also, we have a playing Call of Booty. Yeah. No, 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 okay, no, hold on. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Oh, wow. Playing Call of Booty, you want that word? Call of Booty. Playing Call of Booty. Oh, God. Uh, we're playing the bootiest of calls. <laughs> As always, we got Twitch, Ricky, Michael, and Jimmy. I'm, I'm pretty sure by now you know our voices. And Ricky. Motherfucking Jimmy. Guess who that is? Go ahead, guys. That's probably Michael, man. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that guy sucks. You guys know he doesn't like the Beatles? Uh, so I, I, I'm surprised you guys are taking it way worse than Twitch. You're like, dude, Twitch is gonna murder you. No, Twitch no. is taking it the worst. He's in denial. <laughs> what do you mean? You're, no, it's just you haven't realized that you like the Beatles yet. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as One day you're gonna wake up and realize that the Beatles are all. One day you're one. gonna wake up and I want you is gonna be playing. Just in your brain. I want you. And then, by the time that song is ending, the world is gonna look stereoscopic. I want or I can wake up and realize on Broadway that you still don't bust the Beatles nights. And you'll go out of your way to the Beatles for everybody else. I'm trying to not make you sound like a faggot. <laughs> I want you. Did you know? Like, did you know for real? though, that uh, that that like the Beatles and then like the Bee Gees were happening like, at the I same want time. Yeah. yeah, legitimately thought that like, like, some songs that the Bee Gees sang, they thought that it was the Beatles singing them. Yeah, there is a lot of early crossover. People don't I, listen to Twist and like, Shout and think that's the Beatles sometimes. I think, I think that Twist and Shout is Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're if you deny me that fact, then you totally Nick tits on top of cocks and t- <laughs> <laughs> coming on us. Nick, but, comes, a, Nick when, comes a lot on top of tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you in here, dog? You are nothing but a pawn. Yeah. And, my, and it is so hot. Steam. I want to pour a bottle of vodka. In my it's it so is. hot. I pour a cup of McDonald's hot coffee. It's hot so hot. Coffee. I'd rather be home. It's wow. so hot, it doesn't compare to how hot I am. I say we stop this podcast and go down to McDonald's. Mm. Dude, let's all go let's, down to McDonald's. Let's make this a fast one and then go down to McDonald's. Get a McCheeseburger <laughs> and a McChicken with some McFries, maybe a big McLarge tea. <laughs> Did you tell me Big McLarge huge? <laughs> yes. Yes, you told me about Big McLarge yes. huge. Alright, well, uh, what has everybody been playing? Twitch? What have you been playing with, with, with besides yourself? Um, oh, what have I, I been I playing? I shit right there. No, dude, you like, lost your words, bro. Yeah. Oh, no, I lost my words because all I rediscovered the magic of Borderlands 2. Nice. And still playing more VLR, but I can't possibly talk about that game anymore because but after everything we covered last week, um, the progress I've made is nothing but spoilers. I'm um, never gonna play VLR. I am. Well, everybody else tomorrow. is gonna play VLR while they're listening to the Beatles. Yeah. I get my Beatles okay, tomorrows. I will get. I want everyone to get at least one thing man. straight. Just because I don't like the Beatles doesn't mean I think they're shit. I don't. I want yeah. Them. I don't there's know a reason way. to I'm tell you not to listen to James. Okay, don't listen to James. Don't listen to Nick. Patty about this. Oh, dude, I like that. 
I want to be honestly like <laughs> under the sea. People like the Beatles for a reason. This is God in, in the shade. Yeah, because they make music. That's not why I like them. They sort of like invented music. Just I, I would not like that. Dude, think that. You, you wouldn't think that? Okay, Brenda Lee invented music with Fly Me to the Moon. No, Mike, okay. Brendan Small invented <laughs> music for Brendan Small invented <laughs> Brendan oh, Small did not Dude, invent space he metal. Did not, what? That was, that was made in the 60s by crazy Scandinavian drug addicts. I'll tell you, Elton John is still alive. He's still a spaceman. shit, he's still alive. He's he's not even a spaceman. Yeah, him and David Bowie, they have an apartment together outside of... Indianapolis or some shit. You're pissing me off, Chris. What do you think they do? They're pissing me the fuck right off. <laughs> they just sit down and play Call of Duty together. <laughs> hey, everyone, this is a music cast. Music. No, no we good. just talked about video games. I'll talk also, about I've seen Pacific games. Rim twice. God, okay, I love that so, movie. Okay, so like, Twitch is not going to talk about that anymore? He is going to talk about Pacific Rim and how... He can't keep talking about that. He'll just spoil it. Bro. No, I, I'm not going to spoil it because there's almost nothing to spoil. Big monsters, big monsters... <laughs> You take one part Gundam, one part Power Rangers, one part anime, and one part Godzilla, and then you Dude, give what about real Guillermo steel? del Toro lots of money to put it all together. What about Real Steel? What about Real Steel? I never saw that movie because it looked poopy. Cute. <laughs> like Rock'em Sock'em Robots live action. I almost thought it was just going to be Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> yeah, in the title be. card. Hugh Yakman played <laughs> a good boxer. What are you talking about? He was just Wolverine in that movie. Hugh Jackman is always like, only going to be Wolverine. I want to ask you guys something. Who do you think of the, the Wolverine? The right, Wolverine? I can't fucking wait. I've, I've been hearing... a lot of animals in the wild. I've been hearing a lot of surprisingly good things out of that movie. Like, uh, fuck no, yes, like, I can't I, wait. You know you guys are pissed, right? That, that, uh, that the Silver yeah. Samurai is uh, with a mech? Or is, it, is it a mech or is it a suit? Yeah, it's a mech um, It looks mechish, but... There could like, be. I don't know. Okay, the, the X Men movies have gotten really kind of stupid. Not not stupid in a oh this is fucking stupid. I'm not gonna watch this. Just like, wow, this is stupid. This, oh, like wow, this is stupid. Like big smiley face. Like, stupid. Like, Adult Swim. Stupid. stupid. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're Actually, I actually tried the World of Warcraft. Not really. I played Dungeons and Dragons. Once. Once. Twice, actually. Once. Twice. Twice. We should. We should do. We should start up a D and D cast. We should. Oh God. Um, no bullshit. We should actually start playing Dungeons and Dragons. I should probably not. I think I could totally invest some time into that. Thank you, Twitch. Thank you for a bit. For being a believer? But it would need to be the... Like, we would need to get a DM that knows what he's doing. Oh, that's it, Michael. We're Dude, I... And we... I and actually play a solid version of it. Because if there's one thing I know about Dungeons & Dragons, it's that the... Like, the slightly different decimal variations of the rule books make it completely different games. Like, one iteration will be, like, Easier on combat, so that combat is kind of fun and not something combat that that doesn't ever happen. And then there are other ones where you're oh, only playing we to playing. make a story. We were playing it so that we were fighting everything, but like, oh my god, yeah, the hit points idiots kept going yeah. everywhere else. The hit points behind those enemies are god tier. 
Like, oh. I can't even Amber's. think, like, it, I can't well, even think of another game where enemies are fucking that hard. Not even Dark Souls has enemies that fucking hard. It's bullshit. We're over here pumping out criticals by the, by the shit ton, and they're like, oh yeah, he's still alive. That's bullshit. Yep. And then, the minister would just be like, oh yeah, I'll give you guys a hint. You're almost halfway done with this guy. Then, and yeah. then you'll be well on your way to the boss. We've been hitting him for like ten minutes, and yeah, he's like a quarter dead. But yeah, that's Dungeons and Dungeons and Dungeons. Is that a quarter I still think I that think Dungeons and Dungeons, Dungeons is a better Dungeons, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. The most I'd be into Dungeons and Dragons would be sort of a a lore heavy scenario, where we're not exactly running through a dungeon, hacking and slashing at everything every five steps. <laughs> we actually want to know the backstory. No, or just interesting shit is happening. Super backstory. Like, not, not even super backstory. Like I've, I've, like think of, think of, of Call of Duty. I, I've like skimmed through scenarios of games play before, and there's some cool things that can happen in that game. What? You just like insult the Call of Duty. Why? Because I said it has a rich storyline? Wow. I guess you just don't appreciate good games. Like, and like back to Michael not like, liking video games. Like you appreciate good music. Yeah, it's okay. I know you love the Beatles. You don't have to lie to me. <laughs> you don't have to like the Beatles to like the Beatles. It's true. I didn't like the Beatles. And then you realize like you love the Beatles. Oh my god, it's yeah, it's just something that happens with exposure. It's it's, like radio it's a Michael. neutral milk hotel kind of thing where you just keep that album on repeat enough times and then you'll be shouting at the top of your lungs the stupid intro song. Shouting, I love you, Jesus Christ, in the raspiest voice you could possibly shove out of you. So to get away from making fun of Michael, Ricky, what have you been playing? Absolutely nothing. Nice. I've been playing Call of Duty... Exactly. Nazi zombies You've been Michael. playing that. I've been playing Breaking Bad. And, uh... Never Apparently someone was playing Borderlands 2 on my PS3 a while back, because there, there was a Gunzerker who was level 8, and the I last was. save was just earlier in the week or something. I was. Yeah. And, nice. uh, I'm... I haven't been playing anything, but I... I'm already really excited. I've already signed up for the Firefly MMO. Yeah, I signed up too. Oh my god, I can't wait till fall. No, summer of next year. No, spring of next year. Wasn't it summer of next year? It's sometime You next cannot year. wait for some season next year. Dude, I can't wait till I can like actually put on a brown coat. And then, and then go sit on my laptop for like four hours. Four hours? Sit on your laptop for four days? Didn't I say days? No, you just said, said hours. Me. Oh, I meant weeks. <laughs> and the South coat, the coat would have been white, but the amount of spilling shit will turn it brown. Did, have oh. they like? I'm actually. Have they like released any coat. like information about it, like what it's gonna is? Um, it gonna it's gonna have a bunch of social ties. So I guess on top of the MMO space. Uh, there's also going to be a companion app on tablets and phones and stuff to always keep you connected. But uh, have they like? Is it going to play like anything? Like have they said anything? Uh, no, but I have this my only hope of it in my uh, head. It's really hard to explain, dude. Maybe it'll be like. Is it online. Eve Online? No. Fuck no. Whoa, Eve Online, goddamn. Uh, what were you going to say, Trish? I was going to say, the only thing I could 
hope for it to be would be something like EVE Online. Pretty, pretty broad statement. Pretty broad statement. EVE I mean, Online. Hold on, pretty general statement. No, because that is a super specific kind of MMO. Yeah, no, Eve. Does that Eve tie into dust? Eve ties into dust in... Yeah, oh, it does. Oh, Michael, I need help. In the Vegas kind of ways. In systems ways, but... They're completely different. Oh, there's there's zero first-person shooting in EVE Online, and almost zero it's combat if you want to. Sorry, not? Yeah. I didn't mean to derail you. No, you didn't derail anything. It's just that Eve is <laughs> Eve is yeah. almost one part uh just finding your place in a giant universe and then another part spreadsheets. <laughs> Managing <laughs> spreadsheets. People use Excel to help themselves <laughs> Yes. I know that bureaucrats, actual bureaucrats from countries play this game and have because of their natural skill, they work themselves to be major bureaucrats in-game, in the universe. And so sometimes, if they see that some people are are really good at just managing corporations and stuff, they'll reach out to them outside of the game and say, Hey, would you like to work in law or in an office? Damn. Yeah. But... Eve is also so scary of a game that um, they could never ever charge for anything other than the base game. They're, they legally cannot establish microtransactions because then the online world of Eve would be classified as a small nation. And they would need to legally keep track of the economy in the game. And That like, is fucking awesome. Yeah. Man. That is something out there. I want someone to come up, oh, you broke that dream, or that portal, grow up or something. Bitch, Eve. You can't even wrap your mind around Eve. Eve is scary, I, I want to play. <laughs> you can't. Oh, um, look at that dog, he's just like... <laughs> Michael? Uh, yeah, since you guys are playing it, what can you say about Nazi zombies? Oh my Dude. god, is this the, is this the fucking Therese cast? Dude, get them to save you. Well... First of all, I'll explain. Back back in 2008, I got World at War for like a little bit after Christmas or whatever. So it's 2009. Anyways, I got World at War. It was my first Call of Duty. Shocking, I know. And uh, you should go back and play too. Oh my god! Everyone keeps talking about two. But uh, so anyways, actually I should. Fuck. Anyways, and I put and I I played it and I beat it. I thought it was fucking sick. And then I was like, oh, it's not. And then, like, at the end, you know, cardboard zombie hand, like, the, the dude's hands like this. Yeah, yeah. Runs at you. And I didn't even notice until it was brought up. Zom- it, was a, it, it was a zombie mode in a Call of Duty game. It's, it's basically, it was a mod that they just, like, threw in. Yeah, and, it was tacked in last minute. It was just like, oh, it's. But you're saying it. Something it's so, like, but that's how it started. But that's a really weird way for you to say it. World at War was your first Call of Duty game. You had not played any Call of Duty game before it, and then, and and you're saying that well, this game is sort of like a, well, this was Call of Duty, and then they added in this zombie game, like 
like if you had precedence and sort of history with Call of Duty and that the right, zombie thing was new to you, even though it was part of your first Call of Duty it, experience. I say that because I went back it and it couldn't be one. any more new than the game itself. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, it was still, like, fuck it, I don't care. Like, this is a game, I'm pretty sure, for me, this game will still be the best Call of Duty. I'm dumb. So, I didn't do that. I know, man. Anyways, skip a good couple months, they released the first DLC, Map Pack 1, no. before it was even like Vengeance or Resurgence or Stimulus Packet, like any stupid name. It was just like Map Pack 1, here you go. Like, call it Cod, Cod Players, here you go. Dude, you don't want to buy the Ascension add on? No. Why? Dude. You did. It's right there. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, no, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Fuck you guys. Back to what we're talking about. Tipper. Back to about Mass Effect 1. So it comes out. Barrett. And, and back then, zombies was just zombies. It was like, let's make it like a little scarier. And Barrett, you know. And holy shit, dude, that map was actually pretty pretty holy scary shit. for us. Like, it was the zombie asylum. Yeah, it, it was. The, huh. The, the zombie asylum. So. You know, I, I was like, oh, I can't wait. I don't remember back then, not Microsoft had the 30-day exclusive deal. Did it? You uh, think World of was out? I think they've had that since Modern Warfare 2. So not World of War? I wouldn't no, think so. Uh, but this was back when PSN was sort of not what it is now, so they could have and no one would have cared, really. Probably, because I didn't even pay attention to that shit. Yeah. So it comes out, I buy it. I start playing the zombies. I play by myself first so I can see, like, I'm gonna get a lay of the land. Holy fuck. Could there be a harder zombie map? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, aside from the newer ones, if you're a beginner. But, no, like, from World at War, Barrett is the hardest one. It's so enclosed, it's... Fair enough. I'll show you right now. There. And... Alright, so that map is scary. Now, not, we didn't really play a lot about it. I haven't really played that map with Ricky or, or James or, or Junior for that matter. So, skip it to Shinonuma. Shinonuma. Holy fuck. Shinonuma. That map, if it wasn't for that foot, for the fact that there is, like, we just universally love this map, Shinonuma would be the fucking best on the map. It, it was it was also pretty scary. It introduced the Wonder Wolf. My guy fell. Oh, fuck. I'm getting fucked again. I'm going down. No. I went down. Anyway, so Shino Numa. Zombie Swamp. Zombie Swamp. Zombies. We're fighting Jap zombies, not no more Nazis. So they're Imperial Army zombies. Then why is the game only called Nazi Zombies? That's just like what they said to. The you first the two. Staple. It, the first two were not, or not. Not even, because it's not called Nazi Zombies in... Black Ops. Yeah, it's called zombies now. It is just zombies? It's called lame, and I don't like it. Anyways. No, it's called zombies. Lame. Zombies. Damn it. You don't like what they did? By fleshing it out into a mode and not making it... Fun? Well... Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. I would say some of the... I've played very little zombies of blocks, too, but I played some of my little brother every time I go and visit him. It's... The Those maps, I think, map. make it make zombies way harder. What? Some some of those maps are stupid. What? 
stupid crazy in the yeah, way they're are. laid out. Uh, did you ever play Moon? I I think Moon was when I stopped liking. Games. That was liking Moon was, was on was okay. a map pack for Black Cops One, right? Yeah, that's when it yeah. started going like what the fuck are these? But I I, I think stopped. at that point of uh, the what a lot of the people played zombies for sort of shifted, and it wasn't so much just hey this is an alternative to horde mode. It was more like these maps are sort of intricate puzzles that everyone figures out within the first. Actually, haven't Treyarch gone out and said that there's there's a piece of something in Black Ops One that hasn't been figured out yet? If it hasn't, I don't understand because people have thrown that game open. Yeah. No, well, it's just in like it's real. People know like the Easter eggs are there, but actually making them happen is pretty tough. Yes, I, I'll admit there are. It, that's intricate, but again, that's not what. That's not what you come to zombies That's for. That's not what we've come to like like about this mode. We like this mode because it's in, it's a fucking horror mode with with characters we've grown to really love. I mean, it's true. Small part as they are, they're they're, they're pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and and then that's it. After Black Ops, that's it. You play as these new four new un, really unlikable characters. I well, I fucking hate them. Nixon. No, 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 that's Black Ops. <laughs> Nixon, uh, McNamara, fucking. Uh, no, weren't. Uh, Astro. Castro. Isn't at least one of the four from World at War? No. In Black Ops? No, Black, Black Ops, 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 they Black Ops re- 1. They re released them, but not with the original guns, and it was just like the, yeah. new, well, the new guns and shit. They just kind of re released them in a, in a more HD HD, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, the reason I don't like the zombies now is because they're so... They've gone so out of hand that it's... They're just not fun anymore. Yeah. The only one map from Black Ops 2 that I, I'll keep saying again, that I think is fucking cool, is Mob of the Dead. Because that map was... It invoked every feel, like... Well, is that the... The one with the, the gangsters, the, the actors. Oh. Uh, and, um, That sounds dumb. It does, because they're actors. But it doesn't because of the map itself. Is fucking mean besides insane. Call of the Dead? No, Call of the Dead was... It was that was sucked. all right. But that map, yeah, Ricky, like... It was fucking lame. No, I mean, Call of the Dead was the one with George Romero, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one kind of sucked. All right, the, were you going to say something, Yeah. Just, it was based on actors. Yeah, but it's still tied into the actual zombie storyline. Yeah, no, because... But, wait, wait, so the zombie storyline is sort of where some of your dedications to the mode lie? So, let's say... How? Let's say the next Call of Duty game came out, and there was, like, zombies retro mode. It was completely independent, and it was was exactly this in... In... In its design, but... It wasn't any of these characters or any of these locations or any like, kind of I was story. I'm sure I would like it more than yeah. I would. Because this, this one was interesting because the story wasn't so in your face like it is in... It forget, uh, what I'll kind of story do you need other than, hey, there's zombies, uh, no, reinforce defenses, like upgrade really, guns, kill them. This was interesting because it had like sort of like... Because you have it like where the point where... There's like on the wall, there's like a writing that says "Return to Acre" or some shit. And no, <laughs> wow, dude. 
Sorry, everybody. Dude, don't put away your life, dude. Put them up Well, I think a lot of that isn't even that it's so, uh, that it's become so obvious. It's just that it's like Left 4 Dead, where the the story, when that game came out, like, everyone was interested in sort of piecing up together the world and what had happened. And then now you look at that game and Left 4 Dead 2, and then you think back on it and look at it in context now, and you're like, oh, well, yeah, everyone knows what going what's going on now. Everyone pieced together the whole story. So it's just sort of the fact that the community knows what's going on and knows what to expect, so they just get, uh, they sort of click with it immediately now. And there's no mystery anymore. No, but that's what they're also still trying to do. Like, they're still trying, they're, they're, they're still aiming for mystery with the zombies, like the storyline. Which, I mean, it pretty much ends kind of in, in Black Ops. Because the guy that, that wants to take control of the zombies takes control of the zombies. And in, the, in this new one, he's fighting with another dude that wants to take like he wants to take control of zombies too, but you don't see it happening. You have to like piece all this shit together, and then like it'll for, it'll play out by itself. So you it's just, basically becoming like a filler episode for any TV show. Well, it's like a what are those things basically, called? Well, it's like it's like it's recreating. It's like an ARG sort of, where the game exists within the game, or it's like the meta game. So it's not like it's ever intentionally meant to be at the forefront, but it is intentionally meant to be experienced. They no leave way. they leave enough of it there for you to dig up. But still, it's, I don't know uh, what what happened. You look at this map or any of these maps from World of War, and they're so simple and yet fucking awesome. And the I think ones are Michael, so complicated that they just fucking. I don't know. I think Kino is a really great map. Kino was. Besides Kino, my, 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 Kino's my actually my second favorite map. One of the greater maps because it's the that was the map that stood true to this one really. And it progresses storyline to like, what the fuck is going on? The only reason, the, what I'm saying about this game, World of War, is that the story you had to like legitimately dig up research for it. Like you had to go and look up like historical documents of what happened in like these fucking times. Like the fly trap that you activated in Greece. That was literally something that they were trying to do in Germany before like you know everything went to shit. Yeah. They were trying to like do some shit because this is like this was something they're trying to do in apparently World War Two. Because they're working with some crazy shit trying to, you know. And then, like, in, in Shinonuma, the, there's a, the meteor, the Tenjuska meteor. Like, what fucking happened, like, the real life over there, like, you see it in that map. So, you alright? Yeah. So, everywhere, like, in those maps, the story was, like, it was, like, environmental storytelling. Because, like, in Barrett, there was a bunch of, like, uh, numbers, like a string of numbers coded, and then there's like Bible verses, like all of this written in blood, and there's pictures of like, pictures of like the enemy, like zombies and shit, and all of this like sayings were like really cryptic. It was fucking awesome. Uh, I'm but, sorry, I'm trying to figure out why, why James is laughing at my face. <laughs> why are you laughing at say James? <laughs> it's just like the whole time you're talking, it's just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, he's accepting it, but he's still, like, he still has a way to punch a hole in it. You know what? 
Well, I have no way to punch a hole in it. I just want to get to... Well, what I think is the really interesting and cool part about zombies and... Hearing people who actually like and play Call of Duty talk about what is cool and fun about playing zombies. Well, which is sort of what first. you've been skirting around the entire what's time. Fucking, oh, you want yeah. me to tell you what's fucking cool? Yeah, like talk about playing zombies. Dude. And why y- you guys have been up of, all day playing zombies. The fucking reaching like the higher round that you can't get to when like you're in the thick of it. When there's like a wall of zombies behind you and you like, by, like last time where I only had a Colt and I had to pack a punch it. So all I had a pack punch Colt and another Colt that I like copied and pasted to my land. Ricky running around. <laughs> That intensity of the like of the map, when you're just like running around trying to like scurry through corners and shit, trying to get back to the teleporter, trying to get back to the teleporter, teleport back to the start so you can do the process all over again, just so like you can make it to the next round. It's fun, dude. Killing these zombies like just for like satisfaction that you made it to a high enough round to where like it was insane. It's like a, a runner game where it progressively gets harder and harder, and like yep. I can't believe I fucking made it. So like five thousand meters of jet like Oh goddamn, goddamn Barry! <laughs> <laughs> the shit he's seen. <laughs> the scientist he's high fived. <laughs> I love the little fat ones. Oh yeah. I like it when you're you're riding the badass hog and you're just blowing them away. Poor bastards. Anyways, Ricky, you were saying what you like about them. No, I'm saying what I think. Bro- Made all of us like it, as in you, me, James, Junior, Alex, Carlos. No, uh, not that. Not, re- not really them. <laughs> like not <laughs> really them for a reason I'm about to say. It's just that the fact that that's what we would do when we would hang out. That is true. The f- like, oh, I'd like to really say sick online and try to get out of that so I'd like to say that this game really like brought the like. The five of us it, together. It, 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 like I can, I I'm gonna go here and say this right now. This Call of Duty World at War, Zombies, was the game for the table. I'll tell you what your game. Okay, don't make the don't table make. was our old, like chilling it was room. Our old hangout yeah. place. Okay. This is what we used to. Yeah, I get that. And like the equivalent of that, and like me would be like Smash. Oh, we had that too. Yeah, we had that too. We had that. We had some uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. We had but, like. Oh, but no, it, it's clear you guys don't. Un- well, you guys don't understand Smash the way a Smash player understands Smash. I understand. Because no one plays Sony Smash and says it is a deeper game. I play. I played both extensively. I played with three of the best fucking Smash Bros. players I've ever played with in my life. John, Alex, and Jonathan. I play with those three motherfuckers and help my own. I fucking hate these I guys. Play with, you see, look, did you hear this, did you hear this guy's reaction? I, I hate, hate, I hate, hate Jonathan. playing with them, but I fucking love playing with them. Exactly. I hate Jonathan only for one time when we were playing. And, like, I was smashing his shit for the first time ever. Disconnects my controller. <laughs> so, I, I have I have rounds to say, because we've played many hours. Like, I played many hours, and they played hundreds more hours for that game. And I play, and we play, and I played Smash... Well then, how how could anyone Sony think Smash. that Sony Smash could even hold a, a fucking like tiny up. dick candle <laughs> up to the really Smash Brothers? Because they, I'm like, I, I, I can't believe I'm a fucking depend. I don't even have a game like because it's deeper. Like, it's, how is it deeper? Are, because there are combos that you can string off. Well, it, 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 exactly, it, it, and my counter argument is I think Street Fighter is a deeper combo, okay, is a deeper fighting game than any game with combos pre-canned in it. 
because there are no combos. It's but all just linking attacks there's based off of frames of animation. No, and Smash is exactly like that. There are no combos. combos. There, there are single attacks. That. No contextual attacks. Yeah, everything what, everything exists as an individual input, moving. and you're able to use any character by figuring out like what sets of attacks work together, but what I'm does what, and when to do that, what. That, that PlayStation also is deeper in the fact that when people play it, they'll play it to learn all that shit. If you, if you how, no, someone, how does that mean? Hold hold that, isn't that the opposite, people, though? Hold on, hold on. When someone plays Smash, someone just like any, like if someone like, okay, I'll pick up Smash. They can just start playing it, and they can just start mashing the buttons, and they'll be—they could be really good at. It. No, whereas yeah, it, like, whereas, they, whereas it, in, in, like, in All Stars, like you do that, and almost, have almost all the time that doesn't work for you. That never works for anybody. I've seen who's ever played uh, Smash. Smash. I've never seen. I anybody, do that I've all never the seen time, anybody James. be able to smash buttons and. And top somebody who knows how to string how to string moves. I together. have fought the three guys and I beat them with Rob. Everyone, Rob. As far as I can Rob remember, I was just mashing with Raiden and won like thirty-two to five. No, those are combos, Nina. You were like knowing what you're doing. No one. Those were all pre. Exactly, that was all me like knowing that. that this game is sort of shallow and I could just ham ham out the pre-canned combo. Exactly. That doesn't make it a deeper game. That if anything means the opposite. No, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm back in that. Like it still seems deeper. It, it seems deeper because there are because there are there are different out. attack buttons. Yeah. <laughs> because they only, because the only competitive part of it is building meter. That is the only competitive part. Of PlayStation. Not Xbox. not wombo comboing in the no. corner. <laughs> no, like. Talking about, I just sleep and I gain meter. <laughs> See, that's what that game is. That game is building meter. And in it's Smash Bros, it's just like, well, like, oh shit, he could he could punch me and I'd be in danger of dying. I mean, on top of all the just comparison control things I have between the two games, the fact that you only gain points by using a meter attack, sort of nullifies any sort of depth the game might have, because... Well, I'm not gonna say that. It's like it throttles everything down into this tiny little hole, and the experience exists only there. Well, I'm not gonna say that what they did was fucking kind of dumb. Yeah. Well, exactly, like, it's dumb, and it ruins everything about the way that game works, It, as opposed to Smash Brothers, where the goal is to knock someone off the stage by any means necessary. Is it fucking grab him and throw him? And like that's where that is where the depth happens. It's it's not about well we have three different categories of attacks for every character. It's the the goal you're trying to reach is much more open ended and you have these very open ended tools to work with. And also Bowser is such a great asshole character. <laughs> Bowser and DK, because you could take people down into the abyss with you. Fucking Ganon on the edge and just do the pull down. Oh my god. Fucking Jonathan. I hate that he loves that. He just like stays in the corner perfectly. And so even I, if you fall, you cannot regain that ledge because like the way he keeps drop jumping it. I like playing. I like playing with rock. Wait, 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 wait. We were talking about zombies. How'd this happen? Oh, fucking. We just started talking, bro. But all right. <laughs> You, Ricky was saying that because we were, he, he liked it because we played. Yeah, oh, that's right. 
And then I was like, yeah, Smash is like the game that brought my friends together. Yeah, and then you guys started swinging your dicks at each other. <gasps> nah. Yeah. Alright, see, like, that's like, is, like nightsticks because they're really dark, so you can't see them because they're so small. Alright, No, it's I, like, ah, oh, shit, I'm, it's time I'm, to I'm, whip I'm out the you. salami. I'm gonna bring, bring out this fucking shit, like, I, every week I try to say a fucking funny thing and, like, you guys shoot it down. Oh, yeah, you guys are dicks. You guys are being assholes to the point where, like, I can't even. It's because intentional humor is. So much less effective than unintentional humor. It's so much more effective than just being an asshole. Fuck you guys, especially these games. Un- no, I, the funniest, <laughs> the funniest a joke can ever be is when it doesn't land and everyone knows it. How is that the funniest it can possibly? Because then you're laughing at him, not at this funny thing that he wrote. And then someone. <laughs> And then, like, the smartest I'm a, I'm a, comedians um, are sort of meta it. about it, and that's what their entire gig is about. It's about being, like, I, the I awkward comedian. I started a joke. Apparently, I started the whole world hating me. And then I'm going to kill myself, and that's when everyone's going to start laughing. Fuck you, guys. See, look, what did I just say? <laughs> I heard the part where you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> See, like, I that's the funniest you thing you've ever said on the podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, guys. Meta humor goes a long way. <laughs> so you don't like new zombies, dude? You don't like you don't like new zombies. Oh, All well, zombies is I, where it's at. Can I, can I say something really fast? Uh, Mob of the Dead. I was saying that it's it's got those actors, but that map is so fucking cool because it has it's huge. It's really big. It's it's like it's, it's the longest. That's the longest dick in the world. I was gonna bust that dick. Uh, no, it, it, <laughs> it's 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 a really huge map. It's all of the island. Uh, the island uh, for From no. Lost. That's a big map. No, it's the entire island of Alcatraz. So for, for that, it's like, oh yeah, I guess so that place is really small though. It's like two miles wide. Yeah, but for like a fucking zombie game, that's pretty huge. And, and how many like, how many zombies on on the screen at once? I don't know. Imagine Battlefield zombies. Okay, look, there's, like, what did I say about weeks ago where you say a good idea and I just, like, I get really choked up? You just started saying jungles full of zombies, but there's also a smoke monster chasing you through. And then and the jeeps you're in, they're, they go really fast, but then you hit a little branch and it's just... And so you get out and you go like this, at the zombie, <laughs> until its health bar goes all the way down. <laughs> And you repeat this for 30 hours, and then you beat Dead Island. I hate you. <laughs> what the fuck was with that motion? Look, like, look at it in the first person view. This is what every melee attack in a game is. It's just punching a face that's sort of two feet in front of you, but exactly level to your face. So you're sort of upwards yeah, in the no motion. discrimination in that. <laughs> uh, everybody also, is six foot four. <laughs> Also, if if Dead Island is a bad game, I'm gonna shake. That's a fucking fun game. But I can't even. You, I'm, like, I'm not even right saying now. these are bad games. No, I just dude, like making Dead game Island, jokes. Dead, Dead Island, dude. Shitty story, shitty writing, shitty voice acting. That game is fucking hell. That is dude, except hella fun. He's got the best voice acting. I really couldn't find out, about Dead Island. Back in oh. the day. Broken <laughs> 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 no. Soft, uh, oh man, man. I love, great I love. voice actor, Sambi. 
<laughs> Who do you voodoo? Time yes. to bounce like my checks did back in the day. Back in the day. Can we, can we not again? Can we not again? Because we will we'll go on this for I like mean, 10 minutes. Before I got this paper. Okay, so, <laughs> so talking about... Oh, okay. Back, You're still on zombies. Yeah. So I'm just, I want to get this point across. From yeah. That, that, that map... Also, because the trailers that they released for this map, they were just like dev diaries that were talking about it. Or like a quick little like 30 second uh, vignette about showing the map or anything. Like they showed maps like the map with like like a, uh, the song to it, like a song in the background, and like it was beast. Because you remember seeing like the Darish trailer or like the Shinonuma. They would say something about like what they're doing there, and then it was the song playing, and it's like just gameplay of them shooting and killing zombies like the people be doing. And that's what like the Mob of the Day trailers were like. Not the one. Okay, I'm gonna explain. The first one was just like the trailer, like the the movies in the beginning. But the one when it came to when they released on the PS3, they released a new trailer where like it was new audio, like the characters talking to like the backdrop of the song, and it sounded so awesome. I was like, I was getting like flashbacks to like the Reese and Junior Ninja Day, because all of Black Ops you never saw a trailer like that. Like also, okay, the trailers pretty much hyped it for me. And that's why I'm like, oh, this fucking. I remember I was on my way to... And, like, I'm pretty sure that's just a result of Call of Duty marketing super skyrocketing since... I guess right after World at War mm-hmm. is when, with each game, their their PR department got practically the amount of money that the devs got to just market the game out. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember I was on my way to Pecos or something, and I was talking to Alex on the phone, and he was explaining to me the entire trailer for Dries, and I was like... Seething at the moment, like I want to see this fucking trailer, and of course, you know, I he's then it explains. How can it, it compare to somebody telling you compared to yourself watching? Dude, like somebody telling you, you're just like, like yeah, it is. Okay, okay. First of all, like and then, and then you watch been, it, and you're like, wow, like why didn't they say this or this? We've been, we've they been, totally left this out. We, yeah, well, I mean, we've been even though they there. probably told you, it's just it doesn't have the same effect. No, but I, that's why, because I wanted to see trailer. I was like, I know that if I see it, it's gonna be a hundred times better. And then the Mackie Man, I fucking love it. Was it a hundred times better? It was. Yeah. And then I made my own self-edited. Edited yourself. Edited. We were like, I used the the PS3 tools to edit this video, <laughs> so we're like, it had dialogue that I was putting into the trailer. I was so stupid. <sighs> and it was shitty edit, dude. Like it would be like, the a line would appear and then the second line would appear. But the second line would like disappear first in the first one, so it's like. And or it was really we just stupid. stay there while the gameplay is happening. So you're just like, <laughs> I can't see. Get the shitty line out of the line. Yep. You should put that on. And all the line ever said was just like God of War, God of War, God of War. Okay, now me and Ricky saw this. <laughs> I saw it, Michael. Like, I watched it. And then we saw the. Can, can you say? Can you say dads on school? What? No. no. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll show you the video after a The geometry video. Okay. Alright, well, that's, that wraps up zombies. That wraps up zombies. Old ones. I love the new maps. Yeah, because right. you have to. 100%. What? Which I'm, I'm Actually, right there I with you. Buddy. I'm just going to wait until I get so poor in life that I can't afford food, and I'm going to buy all huh. the DLC for Call of Duty. Huh. Actually, what well, I was going right. to say is, speaking of walls with code yeah. covered in them, Speaking of things where you have to actually do research. <laughs> hey, you actually have to do research for not for the research in the Henry Ford I, research. Okay, you look, have to, this was some creepy research because it like when I was telling you about the like the pack punch gun that has a demon face, 
they were going into some biblical shit, and I was like, no, okay, cool. Speaking of going biblical, <laughs> I have been playing Assassin's Creed 2. Talk about 100% Assassin's Creed 2 in like the past few days. Go on, talk about this. That's but that's the thing. All of that, all of that thing that you seem to be mocking is exactly what the meta story in zombies is. I I I'm mocking, but I'm like interested. Like I've always been because when they were like aliens and like whatever, I was like, okay, hold on. Yeah, I remember when Twitch was like aliens, and then I was like, meh. The first no, because I wanted to go. I'm sorry. Like I won't forget to like the conversation. I wanted to know what that had to do with, like, ancient times and shit, like, with, like, Leonardo, oh, Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo isn't super ancient. That's, what, 400 years ago? Dude, I wasn't alive 400 years ago. Maybe Dude, you wasn't were. even an idea 400 years ago. <laughs> I know I was an idea 400 years ago. I'm 22. Fuck. Just 22 in human years. Uh, you yeah. know, it's because he looks sick. He can be one of the guys. That's in his it. years, he's like 5,000. Yeah, I'm 22. I look like fucking 15. <laughs> That's why it's so. And weird. he talks like, like he's like been he, around since God time. It looks like he, it, it looks like he likes to listen to NSYNC and Backyard Boys. <laughs> he's been around. A I few secretly times. do. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. The whole so, like, internet knows but the point, it. The point that I want to make is that oh, I, I sometimes oh. look at <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes look at Twitch and I'm like, man, I think he's a believer. He is a fucking believer, dude. <laughs> don't you believe? Gross. I just know how to dress. That's nice. you fucking dumb. <laughs> 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 and listen to the beebs. What happened? I don't so, know. Teleport. So... Speaking of biblical and writing, it's your motherfucking auditory and and being like literally Ezio the motherfucker. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of that, I'll get to that right now. Uh, oh man, so Assassin's Creed Two, the first one of the first times that uh, like way before Ricky had three on Twitch, and way before. Three was even fucking thought of, and way before like Brotherhood was like, yeah, that should be a game. You don't think that uh, I was playing two? Assassin's Creed One? No, but like this is when that back before when Assassin's Creed One was the only Assassin's Creed. Game. Oh, alright, here we go. So one of the first interact like times that I ever had Twitch comment on a game I was playing, and not even to me, just to Ricky, was when I was playing Assassin's Creed One, and Twitch, tw the one thing Twitch said was like, "God, that game is so goddamn clunky." <laughs> and at first, I didn't what? know what he meant. Like clunky, it, it felt like a clunky Prince of Persia. And I didn't, I honestly didn't know what he meant because like it felt fine to me. And then I started playing Assassin's Creed Two, and I knew exactly what he meant. Goddamn, this game is so goddamn clunky. Uh, every everyone in Assassin's Creed that you control controls like a bag of sand. Yes, they do. I hate. Oh my god. But I mean, you don't even have to play one, which was which is an idea that Twitch firmly believes. In. Oh yeah. I, so you support me when I say I want to want one hundred percent too? Yeah, I start with two. Um, the, but I say the same thing about the Uncharted series. Just skip one because it's not even that fun to play. Yeah, and if you want to, okay, uh, trophy corner time, blue guys. Quick tidbit: if you want, want the trophies, trophy just corner. just play one first. 
Because trust me, guys, if you play two and then three, it's gonna be a climb to beat two for the trophies. Be one for the trophies. But yeah, start on two. If you absolutely do not want to know. Okay. So the way that Assassin's Creed Two starts out is that it it does the greatest of great jobs in recapping what happened in one. Uh, more than just recapping, sort of translating what happened into things that make sense. Sort of like Definitely. I, I, the, when I first passed Assassin's Creed 1, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, every time I played Assassin's Creed 1 and was at a section where I stepped out of the Animus, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Who the fuck is this guy? I want to be... I want to be Altair again. <laughs> Who's this Desmond character? God, he really sucks. I didn't even think he had a name. I thought he was a nameless dude. He, he was just the Animus? Yeah. <laughs> well, um... Like... Oh yeah, it does. It may, it does a great job at making sense of the first one, and the best thing about it is it. If you were to pass Assassin's Creed One, then pop in Assassin's Creed Two, you would feel like you missed nothing. It blows like it picks up immediately after yeah. Assassin's Creed One. The whole series is really good at that. And it really like flowing together. Yeah. Because it did a beautiful job at it, but uh, oh man, there's so much. Something's wrong with that dog. This fucking game. <laughs> so you you play as this character whose name is Ezio Auditori. No, you play as Desmond Miles. No, no, the main game is Ezio Auditori de Frenze. Right? Oh yes, yes. Ezio Auditori de Frenze. Yeah, because the way um the way names of the time work is um. It's first name, family name, and um, then name of the city yeah. that you also, family is like, from. So you'd be like Michael Rojas. Yeah. And he is Ezio Auditori of Florence. Nice. And so he's, he's a real, he is a real oh, ladies man, needless to say. He pounds the vajigger on a daily <laughs> at least like six times. Oh, like, you, you wouldn't even believe. You play as him being born... Five minutes later, he's banging. Wait, yeah, what? dude, the best part was when he's being born, cause like it's like telling you to move your hands and all that, and like when your father's carrying, it's like it's like press X to move your arms, hand. So like I did that, he just looks like he's punching, and oh. at the point where it's like move your head, I was just like, no, I never have to move anything except my hands. <laughs> yeah, well, for as shitty as Assassin's Creed controls, um. They do a really good job of justifying it because you're you're technically using the controller as an animus interface. So there are buttons to function your upper half, there are buttons to function your lower half, and then there's a button to go from a high profile to a low profile stance. Oh man, but uh like oh uh, this is Yeah. Yeah, this is the first one. Actually, no, just fucking spoil Well, he's not even far enough to really spoil the second one. So, the entire basis of this war that's going on between these two groups, the Templars and the Assassins, is that there are pieces of Eden, which are these... They're sort of artifacts of seemingly holy power. Yes, like, um, and they, they do possess, like, a stronger power, like, a. Like, the most common pieces of Eden are, um, they're called apples. And, I mean, so, from so far, what I know is that, uh, is that they help people believe in you. Like, they're unaware that they're believing in you. 
which is like awesome. Like uh, the first thing I heard that I was told about it was that Jesus had an apple of Eden, and that's why he was able to make people believe in Christianity, which is fucking crazy because like so he just. He fucking tricked them. He, he tricked them all. He was a spawn camper. He spawned it. He like he, while he, everyone was still fresh, he just made them believe. He tricked them all and it's just believing in something that may or may not have been real. But and, and there's so much more than that. I mean, like they're not. There's not just these apples of Eden. There's the there's different artifacts yeah. such as like a spear and the sword and a cloak. I mean, like the sword justifies all of the great war leaders in history. It, yeah, it gives you the ability to be like a great swordsman. So like Genghis Khan had it, Joan of Arc had it, uh, Napoleon had it, and same thing for the staff is just like it helps you. It helps you lead armies, but it also makes you like this great warrior. And then the cloak of Eden. So um, from what I understand is that it can heal any wound. No matter how serious, and like that was something that that Jesus had, so that's why that and it completely justifies like how he rose up after he is dead. Like oh yeah, he died, but that cloak just restored all his wounds and just like oh wow, he's able to walk again. And it's just so much more than that because like these pieces of Eden completely like throw off your perception of what you may have known about history. <laughs> Yeah, they focus you out on that level. Yes, like like I said, like um, there's a glyph that you can read in the game that's from Henry Ford, where he's tricked all his workers into thinking that they got they're getting this great pay raise, and in fact, like he's just been like he managed his account his accountant so much that they're actually just getting pay cuts. But because he has this piece of Eden, they they firmly believe like oh yeah. Like, I'm getting more money now. Even though they're not. Even though they're not. And then, and like the conspiracy that goes behind it is that it's so much deeper than just people that were successful in in America. Like in the, the Ford glyph that I was reading, it talks about how after he was successful with it in building the automobile, like he sends it out to Europe to, to a person named H. But you can only... Assume is Hitler, and and it it really backs that up because it talks about like oh like Europe is gonna have this purge and it'll be good for Europe, like they really need it, and oh man like these pieces are just being passed down throughout history and they exist in pretty much all timelines. How many other? Uh, um, the, the uh, it's pretty nondescript yeah, about that. How many have they mentioned? Um, from what I've seen, it's when you get certain pictures in some of the glyphs, it tells you like piece of Eden so and so. So like one of the ones I saw is like piece of Eden forty three. So there's there's even more than that, but there may be more than that. And it's sort of crazy how you go about finding all of that out because it's the way all of those uh, sort of piece of Eden story reveals even work is that you go around finding glyphs uh, on on the sides the of wall. these like really I guess renowned uh, pieces of architecture yeah, yeah. I and mean, sometimes it's not even buildings it, it'll yeah. be like uh, historic arches or just anything that was built with a purpose and then so because uh, Ezio is an assassin he has this thing called uh, eagle vision and so 
there will be these runes that show up on the side that he'll be able to look into. And then, in modern times, the guy in the Animus is able to go uh, like and examine those part, runes. Yeah. yeah. It's like Super Decipher in Man. I'm just loving it so much. Like and I like treasure hunting in Assassin's uh, yeah. Creed too. The best thing about it is, and like uh, it breaks down where treasure is in this game. Like if you don't buy a treasure map, it still breaks it down pretty great because it'll tell you how much treasure is in this in this city. I love when you do in it. this part of the city and then this part of the city, and it does that for everything. It does that for the glyphs, for the treasure, for the feathers, and pretty much for everything else. Oh, and the viewpoints too, but. And, yeah, that was cool, because, like, in, at the point I'm at, there's nothing I can do to further my 100% to the point where I can be. I've done all side missions. I've done... I've collected all the feathers that I possibly can. Playing it by the books, if you will. Yeah, I've collected all the treasure. I've gotten all the viewpoints so far. And, I mean, like, it's awesome. You learn, you learn so much. Just, yeah, like, it feels really funky. I like the thing that you said, uh, what was it that, about the devs? Did you say that on the fire? Or did you say that? Uh, oh, yeah, I, every Assassin's Creed game, um, because of the nature of the story, um, makes it really obvious that, um, the story is entirely a work of fiction, and it's, the, their statement during, well, as the game is loading up, is just, uh, the, the teams working on this game are like multi-race, multinational, multi, various multi, various yeah, various cultural beliefs. beliefs, various religious beliefs, and none of them full, none of them endorse in any way the story that they're yeah. creating in this game. That's fucking. But they're making a great fucking story. So I mean, at this point, and then there's this, there's this character that. Um, I mean, you only know him about him indirectly. His name is Subject 16, and he's really, like, revealing the pieces of Adam and Eve, like, what happened to them. Uh, but the thing is, like, he's just a conscious... Like, a, a conscious... Consciousness? Yeah, as you know him. Well, uh, and he's like that because, technically, Desmond was Subject 17. Yeah. And so he's the second person to go through the Animus and, like... Remnants of that other person are, so are in that animus because yeah. there's so many more animuses. Animi? An <laughs> animes? <laughs> I, I don't know. This was actually a problem at the beginning of the game when you're escaping from Abstergo. The one thing Desmond is asking himself is like, animuses? Anima? Uh, An animuses? Animes. Like but the girl you're with Anim is like, the girl you're with is being like super serious. So like the one thing she says when he asks, he's like, he's like, what do you, how do you call them? She's like, Desmond, shut the fuck up. She says that. She yeah. Literally, that's verbatim from the game, and they took away so many barriers from language in this game, dude. <laughs> like everybody, everybody's cursing at me for no reason. Yeah, I, I think that girl who's who sort of looks like Trip, but what I forget what her name is. She's sort of. That, she's partially Asian. She's like black-haired. She's like a, a tech wizard. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She she talks. She talks in dude speak, and eh, yeah. <laughs> is what I have to say about her she entirely. Talks in dude speak. Yeah. Oh, and then like the thing is, um, in Assassin's Creed One, I can't remember, but if you if you're like a parkouring around the map, like people don't really say anything. They're just like, oh, like look at him. 
Like, look what he's doing. And that's it. In this game... They throw shit at you. Yeah. Uh, okay, because there's these people called heralds who are preaching the word against you. They're making you out to be this horrible person, so... When you walk near certain people, they'll be like, oh, and they'll start backing away from you. And if you stand where you are, they'll pick up rocks and start throwing them at you. Nor am I going, why? Because, like, uh, that's just, what they do. You're this terrible character to them. Yeah. Assholes. Well, they they, they believe. You're an I mean, you're living in a Templar-run society, and you're an assassin. Oh, okay, my bad. And, yeah. but like, but it's, um, it's really cool how you can deal with them, though. You could you could straight up kill them or poison them, or you could actually pay them right. off. You yeah, can, you can pay them off so that they're like, oh yeah, the assassins are like this really great race. <laughs> like they know they have a plan for the world. But the thing is, like, I heard the most insulting thing today while I was playing. I jumped on, I jumped off some crates onto a wall, and some asshole is just like, does he have a mental deficiency? <laughs> wow. And it made me get down and start walking everywhere, because I was like, alright, alright, that was the worst thing I could have heard. That was so insulting to me, because I'm, I'm just a parkour pro, you know? I'm just living in a yellow swag life, for all I care about. Oh my god, I hate that you've said the word yellow swag on this podcast. <laughs> all I'm trying to do is parkour, parkour my way around life, you know? <laughs> but, but yeah. And, I'm definitely. And the thing is, um, armor, like, uh, upgrades are completely aesthetic. So at the beginning of the game, you just... Well, I mean, aesthetic on top of actually improving your defense yeah, and stuff. Yeah, on top of having an improvement on your... So yeah, you buy you buy a really cool-looking shoulder armor piece, and then Ezio will be wearing it. And then the best thing about it is that... Uh, you can change what? the colors of his cape. Yeah, you can change the colors. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome! You could do that nice. in 3 also, you just never did. Yeah. Uh, it's... And the thing is, like, you start in Florence, and then you progress to different parts of the city, and then you go, when your father and your two brothers are killed, which I told was, you, which was fucking <laughs> sad, and it was sad that his older brother dies, I mean, his little brother's a bitch, I'm gonna, okay, Ezio and his older brother got yeah. the good genes, and then his little brother just got, like, the tar jeans. The just like, oh, yeah. His sister becomes a kind of cool character. Yeah. I'm not... I might be, like, crossing the stories of two in Brotherhood, though, so I'm not sure if they even touch on her do. until Brotherhood. Well, I don't know. Like, all she's done in this game is, like, is manage my finances. Okay. Yeah, she just... Nah, then it is in two when she actually becomes a person of substance. Yeah, because um, after Florence, you move to the... Well, like, you lead to this place called Montegirno. And it's yes. also the villa of the assassins, which is... And it's awesome, because you can completely upgrade that city to the point where it's bringing in income for you. Yeah. Oh, that that's so great, especially by the end of the game, where every hour or so I, I check in on the villa and refill my wallet to the point where I can go around and buy everything from anyone in a town. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, that's what I'm doing, is, uh, like, every, every time I get money or go to a new city, like, they, every time you go to a new city, they add weapons, there's more paintings to be had, yeah. and there's more upgrades to your armor. So every time I enter a new city, that's the first thing I do, is I buy everything I can, and then all the rest of the money just completely goes to Montichino to make it like this great city. And you can really see from the beginning when you're first there, there's, like, there's maybe like five people walking around at once, like you can actually see. And at the point I am now, like the streets are crowded. It's ridiculous, yeah. and you add brothels, you add uh, thieves guild, 
military barracks. And you start seeing these characters actually walking around. Like you start seeing these sluts walking around, and they're just giving blowies to everybody. And Did you get any? Huh? You, okay. uh, you can pay them off to hide you. Yeah. Uh, like, you, you can you, stand you, in the... you toss money at, at the sluts, and then they'll, like, surround you, so you can walk by a group of cops, and they'll just be, like, all... All ass and boobs up against yeah. you. And then every time somebody tries to like get close to you and see you, they'll go off and like do their thing with that cop distracting them. Fucking great. Oh, speaking of laying, today uh, one of the missions I did was a race that I guess had some substance to the storyline. Because when you when you started, they're like, oh yeah, like we know how to get to Venice. If you beat his best time... I'll tell you how to get there, and I might give you... It's some bitch, and, she's like, and, and I'll give you a free writing lesson. It's like, what the fuck? So I completed that shit, like, lightning. And she wrote this. <laughs> and, the, and it's in public, like, she's just... And he's like, I'll take you up on that free writing thing. And then she just, like, pushes him to the ground, and you fuck her right there. While yes! Every, while everybody's walking by. Oh, that's yeah. weird. So that's not like, weird. He's fucking Ezio. He's it's true. Auditorium. Haven't I told you what I'm gonna name my, grand, my, my firstborn? Ezio Gandalf? <laughs> Ezio is like the the Bradley Cooper of the Renaissance. Oh my god, he is, man. Everybody wants him. <laughs> and then, but uh, some of these, like, uh, eventually after you save this character, fuck, I don't even remember his full name, like, they just call him Lorenzo, and he's the leader Which? of Tuscany. Which, dude, man. And that's the thing, is like, his whole family was killed, so it's so it just him left. Yeah, so it sounds like Twitch <laughs> And so he's having you go out he's having you go out and kill these people that are like conspiring against the assassins. And I'm like, some of them are stupid and possible. It's like one of the ones I had troubles with trouble with it was like uh kill three guards without being detected. And the thing is like they're in heavily populated areas. Poison blade them. Well that's the thing, because um, like the first couple ones you can take them out by assassinating them. Or like uh, hitting, blading him, and just walking away. But there's one that uh, he's in the midst of like four other guards. So the instant you walk up to him, he immediately notices who you are. And like that's it. The mission's failed, and you have to start all over. So the thing I did is yeah, like I poison bladed him, and they hallucinate in the best way. They they like start getting all dizzy. But if there's people following them, they'll continue to follow them because they just like kind of like stumble around at first. And then it gets to a point where they'll, like, draw their weapon and start swinging at, at nothing in front yeah. of them. And it actually hits other characters. Like, so other NPCs. Like, on a, like, on a mental level. But yeah. the thing is, it's killing them. Yeah. It's fucking killing them while it's doing it. You're so, like, so while they're leading guards, like, uh, one of the latest ones I did, I poisoned him. Yeah. And yeah. he had a mall. So he, like, fucking pulls out this giant hammer and he's, like, swinging and he's hitting these guards next to him. And he's thoroughly beating the shit out of them. Snapping, breaking neck of the mobs. Yep. So and like, fuck, like it's great because it's such, it's so fucking incognito. And then uh, I like how they they made combat when you don't want to be incognito. Uh, there was a really big improvement compared to one because when you were fighting in one, you were essentially locked onto one guy, and it was. It was a one-on-one -on -one fight until you beat them, and then and you then would you move, move on, on to the, to the next, next one. one that person in this game, game, you could get yourself surrounded by five, ten guards and be able to take them all out in almost a single, like, fluid fight. The only thing is, like, yeah, 
Because guards in this game fucking block up the dicks, like, you can't hit without, without it getting blocked unless they're unarmed. And that's the best thing is, like, uh, one of the latest skills I've learned is disarming. So, like, all you do is you go in with your fist, with your fisticuffs. Yep. And their first swing, if you guard it perfectly, like, you'll just, snag the weapon and then... Yeah, you can just do a finish round there. Yep. Which is fucking awesome. But, uh, like, oh man, the weapons that I've gotten, that I've gotten so far, like, they look, they look beautiful. You can go see the ones that you've already purchased and swap them out with the ones you're holding. So, like, right now I'm holding a scimitar and I'm not getting rid of that shit. That shit's fucking top tier curved sword. <laughs> but, uh, like, there's a room in the villa where it's your weapons room. And you go in and it has all the weapons you've purchased. And it just looks really cool. Like, there's only one fist upgrade, and it's called the Metal Callus or some shit like that. Yeah. And it, all it does is cover your right hand in the metal glove. And so I love just Cestus. delivering haymakers. Yeah. The Metal Cestus, yeah. I love de delivering haymakers to unarmed guards. So it's just like... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I am. Jesus. Everything, everything about that game is super aesthetic. I mean, the characters are rich in personality, especially Ezio. I think Grodd's on the day. Oh, man, Ezio's so good. Ezio is so good, and that's why there were three Assassin's Creed 2s. <laughs> and only play. one Assassin's Creed 4, one and 3. <laughs> Who, Who did you play as in Assassin's Creed 1? Altair. Uh, Altair. Oh. Well, Altair got a few other games, too. Uh, all the portable games were his. And hey, you can get his armor. In two, that's his legend lives on. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And it's crazy to like learn about like the greatest assassins throughout time. Like it tells you who they killed, like their notable kills and what they use. So like um, and once you collect all their seals, like you find all their tombs. Also, this game has a way better tomb raiding system than Tomb Raider. <laughs> like in Tomb Raider, it's yeah, such, it's such much simple, better than the new one. It's such simple, like oh, you go here and then here and then that's it. Like, you get to the end. In this one, it's like, okay, you have to traverse all of these rooms. Yeah. These enemies that that are actually inside. And you still have to... And then there's still secret rooms yeah. in these tombs. Brotherhood makes it so much better. Does it? Yeah. Oh, my God, because I thoroughly enjoyed going to one of the assassins. Like, in like, Brotherhood, there are just straight up the giant puzzle chamber complexes. Like, the first tomb that you had access to is the Sistine Chapel. The Sistine Chapel? Yep. Which is fucking... But it's before it's painted. So, like, you see it as fucking raw as it can get. And the whole point is, like, to get to the top because the Assassin's Tomb is at the very top. Yeah. And once you get it, like, um... Like, you learn the weapons they use, so... One of them used magic. Well, it's like... Yeah, it's... It's like potions or poisons or some shit. I just... I consider it magic. You know? All that voodoo shit. Voodoo, you voodoo... Bitch. One uh, use snakes. I don't know how the fuck you use that. Uh, hidden blades, swords, staffs, or spears, and a bow and arrow. An archery. Was Gandalf ever an assassin? Like in his younger days? Um, I don't know what you told me. He like popped out of the vajigger and he was full beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sweetest of sweet beards. Came out with his staff. Yep. Yeah. It was already old. It was. But so far, like, what I've learned is, well, like, from storyline, what I've gathered is, yeah. Birth by a Hobbit. 
The rest of the auditories are dead. Except, by a hobbit. <laughs> except Claudia and your mother. And your mother's like in the super deep recession because like her entire family just died. Yeah. So she has she doesn't say anything up to the point where I'm at. Like she's just praying the entire time, like hoping her family will for some reason be responding. But yeah, in Sorry, two Michael. you can just sort of ignore your family for the most part. I just I'm just like giving her the feathers to one raise the value of Montigino and to hundred percent the game. Like it's so weird that the only way to actually like pretty much hundred percent this game is I mean it's so easy to hundred percent this game. Oh, you know what pissed me off in Assassin's Creed 2? Is those arbitrary restricted zones. Where there's just just a single building in in the middle of the city, and it's... Uh, for a single mission, it would be a restricted zone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, when I went through the Eponine Mountains, there's, like, a section of it that's cut off. Like, if you go there, it's just, like, warning, like, desynchronization, and yeah. this area isn't available yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, uh... Like, I don't even mean that. I mean, um, I mean the areas where as soon as you walk in, you're immediately on, like, oh, high alert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're oh. marked on, they're marked as red on the minimap. Yeah. I hate how sometimes the, for a mission, they decide to make an area that's usually open, uh, one of those high alert zones. That's right, um, on one of the assassination contracts I did, I really appreciated it because it's out on a boat in the middle of the water, and regardless if you're on a mission or not, it is restricted. Like, you are not to go anywhere near that. Not that it's fun going in there and just killing everybody on that boat, but... I mean, yeah, I've noticed that. But, like, you can understand why, though. Because they close them off because there's suddenly these high-priority targets in them. How many of those, uh... I almost want to call them Batman missions, but the missions where you have to keep your eye on a target and follow oh, them follow until they're them isolated. Until like a certain area. I've yeah. done like three of them so far. Those, I think those are my favorite kinds of missions to do in the game. It, it really lets you like, like, oh shit, this is tracking at its finest. Like, yeah. I feel so good right now. And then um, there will be some cases where, I guess, uh, later on in the game, Ezio becomes um, more well-known in the area. So there are guards up on the roof, so you yeah, can't just free-run up there. No, and then it's cool because like uh, the help you get, you don't always get the, you don't only get the. Ah, um, oh, what the fuck are they called? The yeah. courtesans. Like oh. you don't always, you don't only get them. Later on, you find thieves who help like they lure guards away by like going, yeah. stealing some shit, and then just like bolting up. So like a bunch of guards will like follow suit. Oh, Brotherhood also. God, Brotherhood improves on so much. <laughs> so many key concepts. That I might just go back and play. Or finish Brotherhood. I'm pretty sure I still have a save. It's half done. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you finish also, Brotherhood. And then you also get the, like, the fighters. Who, like, their, their main priority in that game is to fuck up every guard they come across. And, and I found more help with the guards. Or with the, with the fighters. Uh, like, way beyond the courtesans and the thieves. Like, the thieves I've, I've used, like, once, and they, they did the wrong thing. They they pretty much fucked me in a way that I could have just done myself. And but like and the courtesans helped to a certain extent. Um, like, if you walk into a group of two people, it'll automatically break their, their cover on you, because you're entering a new group. And every t oh, and, and, like, it really fucks up assassinations a lot of the times. 
And, like, uh, on one of the ones, I had to assassinate a target without being detected. Yeah. So I walked in, I walked up to him with the courtesans, and the instant, like, the first one hit him, like, that's it, like, the cover was broken, because they became part of the group now. So it, like, really fucked it up. It took me, like, six tries to do that mission. It was fucking gay. Also, smoke bombs are awesome. Smoke bombs are pretty awesome. I like throwing money at people. Yeah, oh my saying, god, like, I love like, making it hey, hail on bitches. He, he peasant and he like threw floors at it, killed them, and took his money back. Oh, or yeah. was it that you killed The first the... thing I do is like, I throw floorings, and then while people are clamoring to get them, if you steal from them, you'll instantly make those lost floorings up. Yeah. And I love just like, okay, here's this money that I just stole. Also, apparently I spent 5,000 floorings on courtesans, because that's an achievement in the game and I recently earned it. Ezio enjoys the V. Dude, the ladies love his D. That's all there is to it. <laughs> you played the wrong Assassin's Creed game. You really did. But uh, the part to the story I'm up right now is just like, I'm on my way to Venice with Leonardo. I haven't I haven't gained access to the flying machine mm. because well, he's teased it. Yeah, that... A lot of Leonardo's things are just... I, I find that super awesome. The fact that he's such a prominent part of the game, and they they work in things that he had like historically worked in as sort of tools that Ezio gets to use. So, like, he's the guy who you give all your blueprints to, and so then he'll he build you your, a new kind of weapon. Better, yeah. And he can also solve like the big mystery behind like, what the codex pages are, because that's what they're called. So. But, yeah, Leonardo is a very great character. I just don't like that he can scream for miles. Because <laughs> in, in Leora, I think that's what it's called. It's called, like, from, from something. But there's a point at which he's standing on the docks, and he's waiting for you, because, like, he's the, he's the memory start to, the, to end the sequence. But I, I ran miles away from him, on horseback. And the only subtitles that are appearing on the bottom of the screen are Ezio, here, over here, while I'm miles away from him. I, I don't understand how he has those that lung capacity. Uh, why do you worry about that? <laughs> because I'm so far away from him! It's like that one uh, bug in... It's like, it's like... Yeah, it's right like the Sean like, bug. Sean, there you go, that's an Like, you can't hear him. All you can see is the subtitles. <laughs> but you know he's Sean. out there. But you know he's out there somewhere. And Sean. in the point I'm at, it's not even that he's out there and I can see the subtitles. You can physically hear his voice <laughs> from miles away. No, my also, I don't like, well, like, I appreciate that, uh, that what they tried doing, like, Ezio did not kill innocents, therefore you are not supposed to kill innocents. Or else you desync. Or else you desync, but, and that's what I loved about Assassin's Creed 1, is that you could just go up and fuck up all these innocent people and be like, I did this. Altair was kind of an asshole. <laughs> I did this in life. I it's justifiable. Did, yeah. I did kill all these people. But... Oh man, I can't wait to like actually get to the ending of that game. It's from what Twitch has told me, there's there's something at the end of that game. There is the entire last mission is this payoff. It's a Tetris level. No, that's... no, this like, this isn't Saints Row levels of great. It's I wouldn't even, it's, I wouldn't even be mad if it's sort of like, like um, piece everything together. Don't use that flamethrower. Yeah. 
No, but there's everything as far as like who the target is and like the context of things, and then oh, that's true. I don't know. And then bad guy is in this. And then what you sort of stumble into after that. I only know that there is Super Pope. Super Pope. Super Pope. <laughs> there is Super Pope in this game. <laughs> that is that is the one prominent feature in this game. But I there is Super su Pope. There super is pope. Super Pope. There is Super Pope. <laughs> <laughs> but I fuck. I can't wait till like, like I can't wait till I pass this. Does he have like a fucking S on his uh? <laughs> <laughs> he might have fucking well on his yeah. uh, on his uh, fuck. What the fuck is that thing on? On his mark? little hat? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> called a little hat. What is it called? It's called a face sign. What the the thing that the Pope wears? Yeah. No. It's the highest bunny ears. Come on. Look. It's the top hat. Yeah, it's the fucking. Oh, it's because there's actual an actual. It's, an, it's a word. For, there's a word for it. A fucking. Place. What what is going on? What, why is the box floating? Oh, teddy bears. I'm so worried. But Assassin's Creed Two is definitely. I only need twenty more achievements to to get all the achievements for that game. And after I pass Assassin's Creed Two story wise, I will definitely be moving on to Azura's Wrath. Oh, oh fuck yes! Play that game. Play that game. Play. Look up Asher's Red. Oh, what that fucking thing is called? The Pope has It's gonna kill me. Dude, it's called Pope Hat. It's called it, Super Pope. Yeah, Super Pope Hat. But like you're saying Super Pope Hat. Yeah. Super Pope. Hat. Super Pope. Hat. Yeah. What is it that we? What, what was it today, dude? It's like, it's like, it's like. So if you got a step there right here, snatch it back there. Right. No more stepping. See you next time, <laughs> That is what I've been playing, Assassin's Creed 2, for days. I love it. There's the the deepness behind the storyline is just... It's got me. It's got me hooked. I, can, I can't wait to pass it, because I can't wait to see what's at the end. Oh, my God. I can't wait to figure out Subject 16's video. I can't that thing wait to find At the end that. of Assassin's Creed 2... Stands the test of time. It's it's great. I, just, I can't wait, man. Like I'm 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 physically pumped. I can't remember the last time I, I was pumped up for a game like this. And like to the point where at the beginning, all I wanted was like, okay, I'm just gonna get all the achievements. All I wanted to do was uh, be a master. All I wanted was to get all the achievements and move on from this game. I did not think I was gonna get hooked. So Assassin's Creed Two is really fun. Alright, I I agree, dude. Like, I'm loving every minute of this fucking game. Um, yeah. So and that's then, great. You, I know. The best I, thing about it is that okay, like there's ways to get rid of no, your notoriety, which include ripping posters off, bribing heralds. But there's one way. There's officials that are walking through town, and once they see you, they like they panic and they're just like, oh shit, and they start turning to run, and they'll bowl over random non uh, NPCs. Like, if there's a bitch in his way, he'll literally, like, move! <laughs> and they're, like, uh, once you catch them and kill them, it, re it gets rid of a huge part of your notoriety. Yeah. But it's so fucking great just uh, inserting that blade into them. I feel like on that, that there's one major thing about Assassin's Creed that I feel like is sort of... It's glossed over, but it's such a big reason why those games are so great. And it's the fact that Assassin's so Creed are... Those games are these giant parkour sandboxes. 
it's it's such an obvious thing, but I can't state enough how important that is. In and you can't even look at like um like the structures of things and be like nothing would be built like that because one they were and everything in their levels weren't designed for Ezio. I love that about this game. Is that this game wasn't designed around that character? Yeah, if Ezio's trying to climb a building and he can't make that jump, you're just not gonna be able yeah. to make that All jump. All he's gonna do is like lean up and be like, ah, I, that's where I need to okay. go. He's gonna look up and just forget his life. Business. Like, all you need to do is find another way around. But I hated that, like, insert, well, like, it's. I mean, it's a fucking staple in games that they're built around the main character. Like,. Coincidentally, the main character is is able to perform this when nobody else would. Hey, look! All these walls are at crouching height. <laughs> yeah, and in fucking Assassin's Creed, anybody could do what Ezio is doing. Anybody could do what Altair is doing. They just choose not to be dumb. Yeah, they, yeah, they choose not to have mental deficiencies. Fucking assholes. <laughs> but uh, I love this game. It's, you don't like the fact that an NPC was calling you out? I, if I could find who it was, I'd poison them and just watch them go mad. But that's I mean, that's what I've been playing. I love the game. I after after it, I'll be playing Sir's Wrath, and then I'm looking forward to buying a Lego game. <laughs> the Sir's Wrath. The only way I could I could just preface that game is that one way I described it to you. After you bought it when we were on the way, uh, the the night we streamed remake. Yeah. Asura's wrath is okay. What Saints Row the third and excessively, well, more so the fourth is to Grand Theft Auto. Asura's wrath is to God of War. No, because it's already been. No, it's. Uh, I mean, like. Taking the self-serious character, like Bayonetta is not a self-serious character. Uh, Asura is a character with very real motivations, but taken, like pushed to the most fucking extreme and video gamist well, fucking so heights. Azura's wrath is it's like it, it's it's pushed to the point of stupid. No, but like, I mean, come on, Japan, like it's like Japan's God of War. Hmm. I mean, gotta work. Yeah, gotta work. <laughs> I I mean it's like you guys remember when I was trying to describe a uh, Tengen Tapa Gurren Lagann. Yeah, the the that mecha anime I really like. This is this scales to that. So James, it is Osiris. No, like Osiris Wrath was described like by reviewers as. If Bayonetta had an, had a drug-induced fever dream, I I told these guys that I was like, what is it? Is like, what did I, what did I describe? Like, like think that. about the insanity of that. If Bayonetta had a drug-induced fever dream, holy shit! I, I really can't wait to play. Like, <laughs> I, I I told I told them, I was like, eh, eh, and I was like, no, it's like, it's so fucking things like Goku meets got like Kratos. That's why I was like, I, and I was like, and Twitch said. I don't know why I put those words in your mouth, my bad. It just felt like something you'd say. Goku meets Kratos? Like, God of War and Dragon Ball Z became open, and it became Zerfrat. And then... Sort of. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere like... some alley, like... Bayonetta's just doing a bunch of, like, drugs, and then she imagines... I don't know. Yeah. The gallery for this game, too, like, the one they have on XBO, like... You can't learn anything from the game 
based on those gallery shots. It's just a lot of over-the-top I think you're going to finish the game not having learned anything about what it is. Like I knew a bit. I'm definitely going to have to run through that like several times. And I feel so bad, though. Like, not, not as far as control, because um, um, combat sessions, combat in that game, it, it's... It's straight up the Naruto alternate Ninja Storm games. Yeah. Uh, it's the same dev and everything. Like they take a lot of the staples of the combat, and so like some, like, it's fluid shit. and it works. No, there's no what? crossover. What am I thinking but about? I have no idea what you're thinking about. But what makes it different <laughs> is um, I'm having a few Sort of every, you're you you always have control of every cinematic sort of in a heavy rain kind of way, except like pushed to the extreme. To where, uh, the timing of the ping of achievements and where achievements are placed on the screen, like, they gave the developers access to that kind of stuff. No. Yeah. Oh my fucking god, I can now fuck this. Just, now you're getting me really fucking yeah. pumped. Oh man. I feel like I'm playing, you're playing two of the greatest games back to back, yeah? Like in Assassin's Creed 2, Azura Zero. Lego Marvel superheroes, yeah. Lego Marvel superheroes. This is definitely the first. That's definitely gonna be the Lego game I buy. Because you're gonna be Superman, fuck shit up. Wait, no, it's Lego Marvel superheroes. Lego Marvel superheroes. I I heard DC superheroes. I might buy Lego Batman. Just for the fuck of it. Lego Batman. Lego Batman is fun. I have some. I have some fond memories of Lego Batman the first. Okay, then I and, then I and two is supposed to just be better. I was hearing that Lego Batman Two is the best Superman game. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's the truest Superman game because Superman, Lego Superman, feels as powerful in that world as Superman should feel in a world. Does he like do a little a Lego flight like when he's walking around? Instead of walking, does it just like? Yeah, yeah and then you just like fly through things and they break into bricks. Oh my god. <laughs> Why haven't I bought this game? I'm fucking buying it. Yep. Buying it over XBL. But yeah, talking about greatest games, I, I really want to talk to you guys about this, and I wanted to save this discussion for the podcast. Is lately, for some reason, I've been trying to figure out like my top five games list. Dude, I game like of all time. Yeah. Oh, don't even bring that up. Don't you remember? I really my don't list. like hearing my my favorite French like my favorite French games going chill. Uh, he wasn't shitting on them. He was suggesting them to me as my favorite games of all time. It could have been worse. I was actually gonna put like any Call of Duty that says it has any innovation whatsoever. So every other fucking. We're talking about dude fish. Duff fish. Duff fish. Yeah. Any any Call of Duty <laughs> game that claims that it's different from the first one in some substantial way. Yeah, but yeah, the only thing I'm sure of about my top five list is that number one is Metroid Prime. And number two is Diablo 2. What about Bayonetta? Exactly. Bayonetta is on... Is part of my... Somewhere three to five? Somewhere three to five. But, I mean... Well, like... What are you basing on? Like, of my my personal favorite games, like, ever, I've been thinking about. What are you, like, basing But, like, I could, I could, like... I could handful them though. I I just need to. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, like I know what my I favorite games can't. would be from. Like, Do you know, what my number one is. Your Clive number Barker. one is Clive Barker's Jericho. <laughs> it's really not. Gosh. I remember I went to that and he had hundred twenty, like thousand twenty or whatever. It's so easy. I was oh, I was missing a couple. I was missing Jump one track. achievement, but oh. I was too lazy to get it. I, in fact, I saw the game. 
I could very easily. Oh, that game's so bad. I could very easily 100% Oh, man. Like, like nothing reacts to you shooting at it in that game. I hate that. I fucking hate that. They they react more to melee punches than fucking bullets. It's really fucking infuriating. But yeah, so what I've what I've sort of pieced together so far is Metroid Prime, Diablo 2, maybe Bayonetta, but then how like I almost don't want to rank Bayonetta higher than Bastion. So like Bastion has to be on that list, but I feel like I feel like Bastion is too recent to be on for anyone to say this is one yeah, of my favorite time. games of all time. So, so for sure, I really love Morrowind. That's my favorite Elder Scrolls game, and I love Elder Scrolls games. I love Oblivion. Uh, Oblivion will always be fucking top to me. But like. Like, I can't even begin to, like, explain, like, all the fucking adventures I had. Well, yeah, Sky... Skyrim is... Out of all the Elder Scrolls games, Skyrim is the grand epic. But what I love about Morrowind is, is it, it feels so fucking small and personal. And, goddamn, the atmosphere of that island is so thick, you could cut it out of the sky. <laughs> It's a floating city now. Like, e even if that... In What's the basis behind Morrowind story? Behind Morrowind, um... You... You were like an off-site prisoner. Like, in every Elder Scrolls every game, Elder you're a prisoner. Game ever made. Yeah, um... So you're a prisoner from the capital, uh, being sent off to this island, uh, Solstheim. And, um... You wake up... Uh, after experiencing this really cryptic dream of sort of flashes of the Daedric plane, oh, and yeah, and then so you walk off the ship, you walk into the customs, yeah, you walk through customs, and then you sort of fill out the kind of character you're gonna be, and then the guy hands you your orders, saying, um, "Hey, meet this guy up in." Uh, up in this town, and then they suggest a route for you. And then there is literally no forced story from that point on. I like that about uh, And That's the first thing I did in Oblivion. Like, once I got in the series, I was like, okay, yeah. go here and talk to this guy. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to ever do that. Yeah. Sure, we did the first mission like a few months ago, remember, Drew? But even, ab even in Oblivion, I like when I was playing it, I felt the game is sort of forcing the sense of urgency f on me. But in Morrowind... It, it becomes better for the storyline, to be honest. Yeah. Because, like, once you unlock the Oblivion Gates, like, when they become a thing in the world, that's it. Like, the game really becomes a lot better. I mean, you have access to more armor, more weapons, more items that you otherwise can never have. Yeah, and what gets me with Morrowind is just the fucking atmosphere of that world, even the way it looks. Like, it's such a... I guess it worked genius for the way older PC games were sort of super flat and polygonal. Polygon. Yeah, but I feel like if they were to remaster that game in HD, it would have to be self-shaded. Like, it would have to be. So? In order to keep the same... Because uh, on top of all the character models, everything in the world sort of almost had this 
sort of pencil-y, hand-drawn scratch. And I feel like Skyrim definitely had a, a definite style, but then like Oblivion sort of looked... It was just high fantasy. But Morrowind had that thing where it, it looked like an out-of-this-world sort of place. World. Yeah. So yeah, I guess... So more Morrowind is on my list is for sure. Somewhere three to five. Does does Tetris count as a game that could be on someone's favorite games of all yeah, time yeah. list? You can think about it. That, is, that is the ultimate puzzle. But then, like, how does Tetris compare to Luminous? I don't know, how Luminous, Luminous the, is the ultimate game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Luminous, uh, the ultimate Tetris game. Is it? Oh shit. Because yeah. I do at some point want to establish, like, a top five. And I have a two. I have a top two. You have a top two so far. Dude, that's it. I have... I have my that's your top five. You're a good 40% of the way down. What would it be? It'd be like... Like, I can't say the Street Fighter franchise is, part of, is one of my top five. No. I, I want to say, like... I don't, I don't want to say the top five, but, like, the story is what I want to say. Like, I, I, I'm coming at, like, the stories, because I, I, I don't like games, you know. Like, you play a game, but, like, you're more to the story than the game. I play a game, and the games I remember are the games where I was, like, gripping the controller and, like, indirect control of something. I never played more I mean, I... Story... <laughs> I was even oh, thinking about story, and the only games there. that I would let the story sort of... To justify my love for it would be the Mass Effect series, but I'm trying to find which is the one that two? I would say. Which is the one Mass Effect? Yeah, you really had. A really I really love two. Effect on two because the way you described it to me really opened my eyes. Yeah, to, like, I, every mission is. A I really love two, and I I played that game so many times. But then I go back to one, and one is one of those things where it was one was the deeper RPG, and it was the it was the heavier, drier sci-fi. Yeah. Like, um, the way I always compared it was Mass Effect 1 is uh, Star Trek, the original series. Mass Effect 2 would be modern Star Trek J.J. Abrams movies. And then Mass Effect 3? Mass Effect... Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel that they're, that they're going to make a second one? I'm I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I, I will. Yeah, I'll watch any movie that Asylum puts on sci-fi. But yeah, I guess I guess Mass Shark Effect Nido Two would be my favorite. The but I don't know. There are some parts of one that are so much better than two. Like the satisfaction of nailing a sniper shot at the end of the game because you spent twenty hours putting points into sniper rifles. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. I when, I, when the last battle was Saren, and he's like really up close, and I'm like, these guns are useless. I just I took him out with my shotty. So okay, so I think I'm I could safely say Mass Effect. The series are a specific game. Ah. Uh, I think two would come out just a little bit on top. Yeah, two. I enjoyed too. I enjoyed the fuck out of too. I enjoyed the fuck out of Space Batman and fucking flying through space and and Liara and Liara and 
Wait, are we talking? Dude, Miranda. She was built to be better. Exactly. Oh, let me ask you. Uh, Twitch, are you saying, like, a soul game or, like, a series? A soul, a soul game. game. My, my top five favorite experiences of video games. Alright, so, like, mine would have to be, like, Warland 3, 1, Warland 4, 2, God of War, 1, what, what, what am I, three? I don't know numbers, guys. You're at three. Alright, three for God of War, and then, uh, God of War three, and number four, and then five is probably... Twisted Metal, just like black, or, or black, which is black, which is fucking Why isn't Kunatek Dotto on your list? Like, three, or San Andreas, I, I think easily oh, dude, applies to people's me, top fives. I, and I played, I played Grand Theft Auto I like played substantial amount of all of them, but four for me, I was like, that's that was my favorite so far. San Andreas still been my of, favorite. Like, getting a package to this one dude, and then like those coming at you, break like shooting at you, and then the package breaks and there's a dildo inside, and so you have to take this purple fucking dick to this dude, and he'll give you money for it. <laughs> So I you know I played yeah. some wacky shit of Grand Theft Auto like four, just like, and I'll say it's the story that got me. But you guys like to tell? Well, all definitely ain't the fucking gameplay. Ricky likes the you. Story in fact, I'm gonna play. ask to borrow Grand Theft Auto four just to sort of see how Nico controls, because I remember playing GTA four a couple years ago, and it controls like dog shit. Like absolute I, fucking dog I, shit. I, okay, I am taking offense to this. I Go like back GTA. and play that. Like, exactly, but I like. It, the when was the last time you beat GTA Four? Two, two years. Uh, okay, like play it and play it and try to move Nico around, and he he suffers from the Assassin's Creed thing where he he feels like a fucking bag of sand. That and the cars are just. Dumb. <laughs> there, there's zero traction on any car. <laughs> that okay, is come fucking on. true. That is fucking true. <laughs> Dude, you know Lorenzo's not just gonna spit bullshit out. No, because um, I I played Red Dead and <laughs> I remember thinking, oh man, like These Red Dead is pretty much just a like a GTA 4, and, like. At least in the way it controls. Then I went back to GTA 4 because I wanted to play Red Dead in a city. And, and then I tried moving like John Marston. And then, like, oh my god. G uh, Red Dead still doesn't control like a dream. But it is miles ahead of what GTA 4 was. Those horses had better traction than those cars. <laughs> yeah, those hooves had better <laughs> traction than rubber tires. This is not <laughs> oh, man. What are you doing? Don't play music. I, I don't think, I, like, as... Okay, as many Metroid games Prime. As played, I don't think I can ever classify a game over Halo 3. Over Halo 3? Yeah, because I loved that story. Specifically in that game. Like, I liked it a lot more than 1 and 2. A shitload more than 4 and Reach. And ODST, like, ODST is just, like, in its own class, you know? I think just to, like, Sheer amount of time put into a game, I have to say, Melee deserves to be in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I gotta fuck. Okay, can we can we save this for next time? 
We'll pretty much like, save this we... till the... Why don't we save this till the end of the day? No, no, like, we could just record a strict top five discussion podcast. A strict top five of all time. Yeah. Well, game, specific game, not, not stories. Yeah. Not a series of games. That, yeah. Oh man, I love Dragon Age Origins so much. No, it's gotta be a top five. You gotta, you gotta five, and then give yourself. I guess after five, you can give yourself room for like ties for games that almost made it in and probably would have made it in if you were to like think about it differently. Because I and like I start thinking about the games I played and the women. I played a fuck ton of more games. Yeah. I start thinking Mario and Luigi series, I start thinking Patapon, I start thinking Jack and Daxter, and I start thinking all these fucking great games that I really fucking love, and I can't Like, for a second, I even stopped and thought, like, that two-hour experience of Journey, that that is a contender for one of the top five oh, games I played. Oh, thing I played. Dude, Last of Us, I keep forgetting, like, the first feels, like, the first initial feels was the fucking games, I know you can say but Last I'm sorry, I threw you under the bus. Thing. I, I don't, I, I don't mean to do that. Last Zero of Us would not talk about it on a podcast ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Last oh. of Us, huh? That's something I'm gonna have to think about. It's yeah. really hard for recent games too, because Metroid, Metroid Fusion, and Zero Mission, Super Metroid. Oh, oh Super Metroid. Super Metroid is easily the best of those games you just Pokemon. listed. Pokemon? Oh my god. <laughs> I know it's going to be hard for me and James. Oh my god. Yeah, that's right. Top list. Does silver count? Soul Silver. See, I didn't play oh. Soul Silver, children. I love girls. Children? Yeah. We're talking about crystal. No, silver? One of those two was my was like my favorite Pokemon. My first Pokemon game ever. Silver? Silver so or Crystal? No, Crystal. Oh, I and and like, the original Super Mario Brothers for being the first game I ever played and owned. Like, I love Crystal because, like, the end of the Mario Bros. 3. Holy Yoshi's Mario Bros. 3 God totally gets... That, that's like, like a, that is one of those easy, of course, you, like, someone is allowed to say that is their favorite I played, game. I, was, I, was like, I played that game when I was, like, five, dude. And I was like, what am I doing? And I fought Bowser, like, I beat the game for the first, like, I, that was the first thing I ever did. And my brother was like, oh, here you can play, whatever. Like, and he wasn't, like, I don't think he was thinking about where he was in the game, because he was already at the end. And I beat the game, I was like, what did I just, holy fuck. And I don't even remember ba- Bowser when I played him, like, later last year. It was insane, I couldn't get under that fucker. Like, he was <laughs> jumping up. And like, okay, so he's like, oh, God, and like, I would shrink to, like, I would lose all my, like, abilities, and like, ah. Oh. Your abilities? Abilities? Oh, this is, this is way harder than So, okay, next cast. The top five games of all times up until... No. No, no you don't get... I mean, if you feel strongly about something that came out this year, then yeah, I mean, you fuck that. always feel like, wow, this game was fucking amazing. Yeah, like, I honestly would have to sit down and think about Alan Wake. But, but I also have to think about the way... I play and think about games now compared to the way I played and thought about games when I was five. I didn't play and think about games here, but I'm still fucking like, Pokemon. Graphics, <laughs> fucking still, Pokemon. Like, classic games that I I played a fuck long time ago, and so like yeah, you know they're still way up there. Mario Kart 64, Mario Kart 64, fucking what? even even South Park Shift, Love Shack. What the fuck? Mario 64. Uh, I heard Mario Kart 64, Mario Kart 64, like. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Okay, so Half-Life 
But that's the thing. Fuck, I feel like two spore. I feel like if I include Half Life Two, my first max. Is like by default, I also have to start thinking about Fear One. Fear One isn't on my top five. It's definitely high up there. Fear One is the auger. Where can I put the auger? <laughs> <laughs> like that game, fuck, and then. Like, I would be lying to myself if I said a Zelda game doesn't belong in my top five. And then, like... You'd be lying to yourself if you said a Zelda game doesn't belong in top five. And then, fuck, like, do I just get a top five Zelda games of all time? <laughs> With a link to the past at the top of that list? Because if I had to just pick one, it has to be that one. Link to the past? It has to be a link to the past. These aren't definitely games. James Wind Waker? Definitely up there. Resident Evil 4! Yeah, Resident Evil 4 is up there. Resident Evil 6. Dude, suck my dick. See, and I feel like I can't include Resident Evil 4 out of a technicality because I'm loving James, remakes so much more. Not, not until this I think he's got to charge his iPod. I need, to, I need to charge it. Oh, we'll just put it back when you're done so we can, like, end this off with that. Oh, I Sorry. might. Yeah, and I mean, we're coming up on the end of the show. This is, like, end of the show topic. We'll come up on you. Can you oh my god, I played the... Survival Instinct. Dude, I played Minecraft. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait a minute. What other games that... Like, Spewing yeah, like this is this is exactly why I wanted to bring it up because I knew like something like this would happen. See, okay, like dude, dude what I have right now, X combat racing. I had some fun ass memories of that. All game. I can think right now is like like one of those super top ones, Duke Nukem sixty four. Dude, Fallout three is definitely somewhere in my top like, five. Really high up games are. Pudgymon's got to be up there. Like, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. Anniversary though. Soul Silver. Because I loved the original, and then Anniversary is just better. Tomb Raider one. Uh, oh Jurassic Park. Dude, I son of a bitch. Jurassic can, Park. Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. Are we doing that? Is uh, yeah, this is just top five of all time? Huh? This is yeah. just spewing games. But like yeah, right now, oh, we're no, just spewing games game, to get cast? this yeah. going. Top five uh, games of of uh, our nineteen. To twenty no, you're still on to twenty seven thousand year old lives. Inception <laughs> <laughs> was good. I like Deadly Alliance more though. Uh, yeah. I know, but like I can never classify another Mortal Kombat game over Deadly Alliance. But just the conquest or the actual being fighting. Uh, because Deadly Alliance is when they fuck like they started making Soul Caliber two. No, it was four. No. Two. I was Soul Calibur 2. Soul Calibur 2. No, I'm talking about like, oh. I was talking about Because no. Spawn. <laughs> and Link. Because Spawn. And Link in the GameCube version. Oh man, fucking Link. They got you in the PS2, though. Well, it makes sense. I mean, think about everything Spawn represents and everything the Xbox represents. They're like... They merge. They're right there together. Wow. Well, I mean, I it's the Xbox. One. How fucking edgy could you get? I mean, I, without spawn. <laughs> I know my number one. Do we all know our number ones? I know my my number one's been set in stone since I fucking played the game. The yeah, mine time. too. Mine, dude, I cannot. Like that is why a top five discussion is way more interesting than a number one because number one is obvious for each of us. Say just right now, just everyone's just like go. Yeah. Well, I already said my number one. It's Metroid Prime. Everyone, the, everyone who's ever listened knows. I don't. Like I said, I don't, think I, I don't think I can classify. Mario Land Three. Mario Land Three. My God, I can't. I can't tell you how much joy that game brought to my life. Man. Like my life 
was literally just coming home after like fucking elementary, playing that into like cartoon, like Tsunami would come on on Fridays. Oh, I love watching Tsunami, tsunami on Fridays. Going back to play, I even like bought that fucking like they even got me that light so you can see in the dark. Oh, for the uh, for, for the, the Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance for both. Oh, I had mine for the Game Boy Advance. I had mine for the Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah, I it was just it was like it would stick to. The it, no, it it like had a light and then like it also I also had one that was like a magnifying screen. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god, I. The, oh, the light I had it was like it was like this weird little slime thing. Like you flip it on top, so it looks like things are popping out of the side of your Game Boy. But like the main one in the middle had the light, and I was just like, "This yes. is the greatest." And, and it came ever. with like a it, it came with like a grip, right? Like a like because I had the because I had that one. Where I got the like the see through the purple one. So I got the magnifying glass. I got the little light, and I had the like the little grip that you would put on it. Yeah, I just don't think I. Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I remember all of it. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love that. I still have my Game Boy Color originals. Did you? I have mine and my sister's originals. But I don't have any like games to play on it. My original Warland three. It's really hard to go back and play a game on them. Fuck! It'd be really tough to sort through the Pokemon series. That their internal battery hasn't. Yeah, yeah. it's it's fucked because they they ran out of battery. And how do you even like? Oh my god! And I think if I were to start thinking about games of that type and games of that era, like. Chrono Trigger is one of my favorite games ever. Fucking Dig Dug. I once played Dig Dug for six days straight. Dude! What? what Galaga! I'm not gonna ah! Galaga. <laughs> ah, so many coins! Poke, like, not a Pokemon, a Pac-Man. Mrs. Pac-Man. It was faster. It was I think... Pac-Man. I think DX is still, like, the ultimate version of Pac-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it can go faster. Not the 50. If you kind of, if you're like playing it, and you're like listening to the music, and you're like zoning uh, out, it can go faster. Have you played the? Are you sure Pac-Man? <laughs> Pac-Man Championship Edition DX already gets pretty fucking fast. I have it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I love my favorite one, the darkness, dude. Because like you're just the little light, and every time you get the last fruit or like or whatever the fuck, the whole other dude, those graphics are so sick. Yeah. Oh. Dude, I, I. We're gonna have to do some major categorizing. What's it called? No, just Dude, you have to that, that nail it down for yourself. Think about who you are and what you love about games and what are your five. Like it's it's not that hard once you start thinking about a specific game and how that makes you feel and compare it to another game another and how that made side. you feel. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you. Like Warland um, Three. I'm telling you right now that shit. I don't even know my life without that fucking. Like honestly, if it. If it were for just a few structure things, if if Bioshock was just a little bit more like Metroid, like that probably would have topped Metroid Prime, but it didn't, because it it stuck to being more of a shooter than being more of a that kind of game. Zork, <laughs> playing Zork on the on Black Ops Two on the set. Did you ever play that board game? That shit was cool. I actually got eaten by a group. Or I actually played the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for a really oh, long time yeah. because I was like, I have to pass this fucking game. That was cool, but that's not an old game. Anyways, uh, oh, man. And I think I have to put. I mean, I don't see how a fighting game couldn't make my top five. I and then I was, I was thinking about the amount of joy like brought to me and like. Rock Band is one of my favorite games ever. Dude, but how can I list it if Octodad hasn't come out yet? Dude, please. Fuck. 
Because that's all that's all liking attached to hype and what it looks like. There's nothing compared to loving a game for what you've played. Bioshack. Also, Portal is better than Portal 2. It is? Yeah. Well, well in I my rankings of it. I've actually like passed that game like four times in the in like the time I bought it. From the day I bought it to the next day, I must have passed it like four times. Like sure it doesn't get as out of hand as Portal 2 does, but, but simplicity behind it. Yeah, the the magic of Portal was playing Portal for the first time. I can still win. having I can all still win. having that giant ass headache because you just finished playing Ravenholm, playing through Ravenholm, and you're like, okay, let's play Portal for a little bit, and then you're like, Dad, let's go return this to Blockbuster. <laughs> Um, that was my experience with the orange box. I I gotta say, Double Dash, man, that game with my with like with John Junior and uh, uh, we're at the end. Shit, this man. is our end of show conversation. Okay, I'm telling you, man, you guys play Double Dash, you would hear me curse like you've never fucking heard me curse before. I curse for no reason. I'm winning and I'm cursing. Really? Not, not in a heated, just like in a heated time. game of double dash, I'm not even in the chair. I'm like standing up, like fucking that, dude, go faster. It got to that point. It got to the point. Pushing where, like, the button is like to the point where the controller feels like it's gonna break. It yeah, because it where, makes you, it helps you go faster. It yes. The point where, like it's that like that that the angel or like oh you're you're playing and then like it's the last lap and everyone gets like to the edge of their seat and you're still like oh shit these guys are fucking serious like. Every single, time, every single like, time, like the answer that last lap comes on, whether you're in first place or you're in last place, you just like every single time, every single time. This I, is the moment I've been waiting for. But like, I'm gonna I'm tell well, you like, right when uh, when we were playing uh, the Mario Kart on the DS, like in school, yeah, we would get like that. Oh, but I we wish were walking, we were guys. walking the track, so like you guys. could see when everyone got to the last lap because like they'd be holding the DS and then you just see them go. Like, but like. The cool part was like seeing each person, because that's how you knew what, where each person was. Was like George would just be like, "Oh, that motherfucker's in first place." And then they're like, "Okay, right behind George." And then John and uh, who else was who else playing this? Yes, I was. I think Andy. Yeah, Andy. Andy Martinez. Yeah, and then they both just go like, and they're like, "Ha, pair of losers." And then Andy gets me with that blue shell. Shit, my pants was super style, dude. And then what's fucking cool is that in Double Dash, you can sit the end of just the frantic. So you don't ever get stupid green shells. You're always getting red shells. Like, your specials, you're always getting blue shells. That's the only way to play it, man. And then nine laps every fucking, like, course. Just nine laps, frantic as fuck. 150 course, like, uh, the, the course challenge. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. I whoop ass at Double Dash. Like, <laughs> Junior beat me, John would beat me, but, like, I was always on top. But it was, like, fucking clutch. Like, the last couple of times, like, all right, dude, it's getting late. We got to go. I was like, it was clutch. John was, you know, John stands up when he plays games. Like, you know, like, he just has to stand up. The junior was, like, on the edge of the seat. I, I can imagine. Like, Carlos was standing up. Dude, they were getting in each other. I was like, dude, sit down. They would get mad at each other. You could see, like, the anger. You know, like, what they were you saying. You have to. Dude, if I was like, I was like. your fat ass is getting in the way while dude, I'm trying to race, I'm going to tell you to sit the fuck down. Dude, I was, I was always winning. I was like, fuck you guys, man. Like, I would hit, I would hit that first line and I would just sit back and, like, I'm gonna look at you bitches, see how you guys fucking bear. Oh my god. Except John will always win Rainbow Road. Always. You know you know what like local multiplayer experience I will never feel again is Goldeneye. 
there will never be another Goldeneye. Except maybe playing Halo Combat Evolved custom games. There will never be another golden eye. I think we can safely end the, sh the show on that. Yeah. Fun. That's been what the what? episode 15 of the podcast. Isn't it like 13? No, no. 15. We're really on 15? Yeah, 14 got posted on Friday. And I this the uh, 15 goes up today, and then this goes up. So we've been doing this for like three months? For like a year, dude. We've been doing no, we this. We started in December. We we started in November. No, we started in December. We started in November. I swear to God, I know we started in December. This is when I'm still working at Walmart. Christina, when do we start? We started no, in you know November. Like, November too? No, <laughs> no we did start in November because our second one was like the end of the world podcast. The end of the world podcast? Yeah, and our... Oh, yeah. Uh, we did an episode every it? month at first. So it was... No. We skipped all of December, I think, because... Oh, we all of January. Yeah, we, we did. Oh, we did in November. We skipped all fuckloaded to, like, wait. It was pretty much January? February. I wasn't here for most of February. What the fuck did we No, do we start in January? I remember. I don't know. We wait, could... It's basically, it's no, episode we, 15. We've uploaded 15 official show notes cast. And a spoiler show, cast. And a spoiler cast. Oh, and vidyas. And vidyas. When we get to episode In fact, um... Fifteen. Yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, the Black Ops video will probably go up at the same time. Oh, I'll, I'll just hog all of our internet upstream. Yeah, oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, yep, that's all. wait for that Black Ops 2 tournament to go up so I can watch it 50 million times. I've been, I've been dreading just going through the audio. What? The audio's pretty good. It's, uh, it's pretty loud and shit. Let's end this off right, guys. Alright, well, everybody, thank you for listening to uh, yeah. Show Show Podcast. That's been a podcast. It's 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 been a Jimmy, Twitch, Ricky, Michael. Follow us on Facebook. If you, if you haven't already, Facebook. If you haven't already, like us on Facebook at Show 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 You'll hear all of these things that Jimmy was saying. It'll be typed out in the show notes like it always is. Thanks for listening, everybody. You've been great.